everyone, it's Bet. On today's episode, I am sharing all about what me and other big family moms want to share with each one of you. Also, at the end of this episode, I had a few people write in and give some additional feedback, and I had a few of you write in some additional questions. So stay tuned for not just part one of this episode, but part two. And I want to make it very clear. This episode has some really, I think, powerful insight for anyone, not just if you have kids or have a bunch of kids or have very few kids or never plan to have kids. I hope you have some takeaways today, bold ones at that, for you and your journey. Okay, here we go. This is Living Your Big Bold Life Podcast, and I am your host, Bet Lucas. I am a mom of six crazy kids, I work as a VP in a fast-paced industry, and I've been on a health journey. But what does living your big, bold life even mean? Living boldly is having the courage to finally listen and do what your heart has been trying to tell you all along. Maybe it's to take back your health, write the book, go for the job, run the race. And I'm here to help you listen to that voice and to remind you to be you boldly. The world needs you. Today's episode is a bold bite episode. A bold bite episode is an episode where I tackle a listener question or topic that you guys want to hear more about. And today's little bold bite is what me and other big family moms want to share with each one of you. And bottom line, I want to remind you that living your big bold life does not mean having a lot of kids. It does not mean you have to have kids at all. What it means is stepping into the unique life you were called to live and not hiding from it anymore. Stepping into bravery and stepping away from fear. It also means boldly loving those who are different than you. And I think that's what today's episode is all about. Many of you are extremely curious when it comes to big families, how they work, what's the kind of behind the scenes stuff. Today, I'm just sharing with you what I consistently hear from other big family moms and maybe some words of hope and encouragement and insight we want to provide to you. So here it goes. Number one, It's really okay if you do not invite us to your parties or your events. We know we like double your party size. And I often find that some of my friends will feel bad maybe if they leave us out or maybe if there is like a a minimum amount they can invite because of capacity, they feel really guilty about it. And Please, I assure you, sometimes when you don't invite us, you're doing us a favor. And why do I say that? We are getting invited to a lot of things just based on the sheer size of our family. And this is especially true if your kids are in school. Once they enter school age, there are these things called birthday parties. And let me just tell you, I don't know if you guys can relate, but when you have six children, five who are attending school, 
we could be going to a birthday party every single weekend. And so why do I mention that you're doing us a favor? Well, sometimes it gets to be a little too much. And I don't want my kids, you know, missing out on birthdays. At the same time, I also don't want every single weekend turning into a birthday party shuffle or a birthday party shuttle, I should say. The other thing that I would say is that if you do invite us, please know that we love being included. We feel super flattered, but sometimes just due to the sanity of our whole family, which we need to be constantly evaluating, we even decide not to come. And this has nothing to do with us not loving you and your children, but it's just sometimes we have to say no. And I think that's advice that can apply to anyone. It doesn't need to be someone who has children. That often in this roller coaster of life, we're saying yes, yes, yes. And we're never just taking a moment to say no, to slow down. And it was a real big epiphany to me many years ago when I realized I could say no and not have a reason or an excuse. That me just needing some slow down time was excuse enough, was reason enough. And I want to empower each one of you. If you think you have to have a conflicting event, you think you have to have a sick child, you think you have to have some major reason to say no to something, I'm here to remind us all that we do not. If you are just feeling completely overwhelmed and like you just need to stay home, stay home. And if you are the host of an event, please extend that grace to those around you. I find sometimes it's very unintentional, but sometimes there's a lot of pressure on people that they must be somewhere. They have to be there. And really, at the end of the day, do they? They do not. And you really, at the end of the day, won't remember if they were probably there a year from now, probably even a month from now. And you definitely won't remember probably 10 years from now. Another one is that just because we have a big family doesn't mean we think you should. No, we appreciate differences. And in fact, many of you add beautiful color and love and diversity to our life because your family looks different than ours. For many of us, one, two, or three kids was much harder than four, five, six, or more. And I can tell you this with absolute assurance, and I can look you straight in the eye. Some of my hardest years were when we only had one and two children. Many of you fall on the side of three was the hardest, and many of us fall on the side of one and two was the hardest. That being said, I find there's almost 100% agreement that when you hit four, you're kind of hitting cruise control. So I want to assure you, if you're out there feeling a little bit overwhelmed with babies one, a little bit overwhelmed with babies two or three, that no, us moms of more than that are not a form of superhero. We've just let go of a little bit more. We've accepted a little bit more imperfection. And yes, we've been at it for a little bit longer. And there are things that shift and do get easier. There are things you learn. There are efficiencies you put into place. So you are doing a fabulous job being a mom of one, being a mom of two, being a godmother. You provide so much to this world. But I will tell you, 
in many ways, being a mom of six today is less overwhelming being a mom of one many years ago. Sometimes us big family moms live with guilt because we rely on others for rides and playdates, and sometimes we cannot always be reciprocal. That can be really hard because actually a lot of times I cannot be reciprocal. So if you're expecting that of another big family mom, they are probably going to let you down. I know I will. So I hope that I can make up for it in other ways. But at the end of the day, sometimes I have to be okay going to bed knowing that the scales are not always going to be balanced. And I hope in life that's another thing we can learn, that there are going to be people that you're going to give more to than they can give you back. Now, if it's an unhealthy relationship, yes, please step away from that relationship. But if it's truly someone who maybe doesn't have the capacity to love that you do, the capacity to give that you do, but wants to and their intentions are good, I think there's a lot of examples in times of our lives where that is true. There's also going to be other times where the scale's not balanced, right? Parenting. Your parents parented you. Now, when they get older, you may be caring for them. The scales have changed and turned. This change is more than okay, but it's the reality that the word balance shouldn't always apply to life, and in my opinion, it shouldn't always apply to playdates and rides, too. Another piece of advice I hear often, don't decide on the size of your family in times of overwhelm. You know, I hear from many moms over and over that once their kids hit kindergarten and there's no one home anymore, that they kind of wish they had a few more. I often hear this, and it's one of those things where I want to remind each one of you that there are hard periods of parenting, and it doesn't just always get easier and easier. You know, we're going to hit teenage years here soon, and I am optimistic that teenage years are going to be great, but I know there will be some hard years too. But where I'm going with this is that too often I hear moms in the midst of some really dark, hard times in parenting decide how many kids they want. And, you know, maybe it's better to just decide once you hit a little bit more of a homeostasis. Because deciding or making abrupt decisions in times like that, you're often going to regret them. And it's not just about having more children or less children. It can be applied to a lot of things. I shouldn't decide about my job when I'm really mad at someone at work, right? I shouldn't be like, oh, I'm quitting. I shouldn't make a decision about my marriage in a time that I'm really frustrated with my husband. No, that would be a really poor time to make a decision about the future of our marriage. That can be applied to so many things. Make sure you're in a time of a little bit more sane and clear and peaceful headspace when you make some pretty big decisions. Don't try to control age gaps so much. I know there's research for all sorts of age gaps and the benefits, and the minuses, and all the things. I will tell you that as someone who has siblings that are significantly younger, there is beauty in all age gaps. I witness it each and every day, whether it's my two daughters that were born 17 months apart, or whether it's my oldest and my youngest who were born 10 years apart. Each one is beautiful, and I love watching the differences in the uniqueness of that relationship. Some of you really fear big age gaps, Did you know that many of my siblings are 7, 10, 11, and 13 years younger than me? I love it so much. 
And today, as adults, I find we are just as close as ever. So don't worry if some influencer is telling you you must have this age gap and this age gap is the best. Really, they all are beautiful for different reasons. They all can be hard for different reasons. They all can be easy for different reasons. But you know what? At the end of the day, no one looks back and says, hmm, I really don't like my brother because of our age gap. They are all beautiful. Another one I hear a lot is, I wish I would have started sooner. And this realization that when it comes to parenting, you're never really ready. The ducks are never really all in a row. Nothing is going to be perfect. And by sharing some of these pieces of advice doesn't mean that I did everything right or that I have all the answers. These are things that I just consistently hear and kind of look back on. And I have some friends now who wish they would have started sooner. They didn't realize that they were going to struggle with infertility. They didn't realize their fertility journey was going to take so long. And I think a lot of them would look back and tell you they wish they would have started a little sooner. Now, for those of you that are out there and yearn to be a parent and are not one today, don't stress out. Your time will come. Our paths are all very unique and different. Some of us start young and some of us start late. Some things we can control and some things we cannot. I hope we can boldly just continue to step into the life that we were called to live. Sometimes... I do feel guilt that someone like me who has made so many mistakes and hasn't had a perfect life, I look at that and I say, why do I get to have babies when there are many that cannot have babies, that struggle, that have, you know, a part of me becomes a little speechless in that moment because I don't, I don't deserve this. I I did nothing to deserve it, but It is my path, and that is the thing on our path, is there's going to be a lot that we don't deserve in life, right? And none of us are perfect. And some of us may have made less mistakes than others, but maybe that's the thing, is that making a lot of mistakes in life sometimes means that you can have a lot of grace for others. And that can be a true gift of making mistakes. Not that you want to make them all the time, and not learn from them. But I will tell you that my mistakes in many ways have humbled me and have helped me have a perspective of, I just have a really hard time judging anyone. I really do. And I'm not perfect at at many things, but I'm pretty good at that. And I would say I noticed that, that characteristic or that quality in a lot of big family moms because Not a lot of them maybe have made a lot of mistakes, but the other part that humbles you is having a lot of children. When you have a big family, it humbles you. It really does. I mean, a lot of things in life do. Motherhood humbles you. So the great thing about big family moms is I guarantee there's not a lot of judgment there when you're telling them about struggles you are having. And I hope you know they are always glad to hear about things that you're struggling with because I guarantee they're struggling with it too or they're trying to figure it out too. Another thing, big family moms, remember a lot of them deal with infertility and miscarriages too. So I think that's a misunderstanding out there. I also find that because people were so used to me having a baby all the time, they would kind of make a, I don't know, I would call it maybe borderline inappropriate comments where they would say, why aren't you pregnant yet? Haven't you had a baby yet? Isn't it time for the next one? 
And what some people don't realize is that maybe you just miscarried. And what are you going to say in that moment? It gets really awkward. And so I just would be cautious when you assume just because someone has had a lot of babies that they always get pregnant really easily or that they haven't miscarried and had their own struggles on their journey because most all have. And last but not least, my hope is that we just continue to extend grace to everyone, not just big family moms, but everybody out there. You know, as a big family mom, I find I forget things. I am really human. I'm doing my best most days. And guess what? Each one of you here listening today, you are too. And so you may not approve of, understand my life, and I may not understand everything about yours. But remember, big, bold life doesn't mean a lot of kids. It means stepping into the unique life you were called to live, the things you can control and the things you can't control, and embracing them boldly. It means loving those around you and giving grace in almost every moment. Because darn it, I sure need it. And I think you might just too. Okay, as promised, part two, where I answer a few of the questions that I got from you due to this episode. Number one, is it a problem if I just invite one of your children to an event? Does that make you mad or is that rude? Absolutely not. Please do what works best for your event. It is your event. It's your activity. It's your kid's birthday party. You are not going to offend us. I think the biggest thing we need to know is just making it clear that, hey, bet, this is an invite for Bo Lucas. Or, hey, bet, this is an invite for all of the Lucas kids if they want to go. But by no means do I expect it. And what I just ask in return is just an understanding that if we can't make it or in for some reason you invite us all or you invite one and they can't go, please don't get offended. Hey, here's the deal. I won't get offended no matter what you do and how you invite us and you don't get offended if we don't come. Got it? <laughs> okay. Number two. Can I ask you to bring food or chairs or things we may need due to the size of your family? Absolutely. The best thing you can do is be clear with what you need and what you want because every single person out there is different and it can be stressful to think you're reading someone's mind. So we are eight people, eight people. If we are coming to your house let me bring some extra stuff, more than the family that is three people or more than the person who's just dropping off their kid. I am glad to provide pizza, to drop off some extra food, to order something, whatever it may be. Just be clear with that. Another mom pointed out that, hey, we can bring chairs. We can bring other stuff like physical items that maybe would also be helpful. And I loved that tip. Last but not least, something that I didn't really dive into on this episode is another question that I get often is, Bet, do you ever worry that your kids are missing out on things due to the size of your family? 
And I would say my answer is going to be the same no matter what size of family that we're talking about. Your kids have a unique path and a unique calling in this life. At the end of the day, there are going to be ways this big family shapes my kids, and there are going to be ways that I was shaped as an only child in my life, right? And I don't see one as better than the other. I just see it as different, right? I was an only child until I was almost seven, and in many ways allowed me to be the person I am today. And my kids' experience will allow them to be who they are called to be, right? It will play to some of their strengths, some of their weaknesses, but it is their path. And I think we as parents need to release this burden of if we don't do it exactly right, if we don't, you know, have this age gap and we have too many kids, too little kids, we do this, we do that, then we're going to screw our kids up. Your version of mommying, your version of daddying, your version of parenting, your version of auntying or uncling is the exact version that your kids need. And in many ways, the things you're not good at or the things you don't do absolutely right are going to benefit them just as much as the things you do super well. I look back and a lot of the things that would have been deemed as not right in my family helped me. Like I am better at those things because of it. I'm stronger because of it. I'm smarter because of it. I'm more capable because of it. So just remember, there is no exactly right way. And the more you can release that every single day, the more you're going to enjoy this thing called life. And if you're listening as a parent, this thing called parenting. And that's where I want to leave you with today. Release that you need to be a different version and do it in a different way that is not you. You don't. Do your version. And you know what? Love your children well, as my guest Christine said on the last episode. Love them well. And guess what? All the rest is just icing on that cake. See you next time. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to write a review and push that subscribe button. I also hope you will come hang out with me on Instagram, Facebook, and my new website, vetlucas.com. And remember, friends, be you boldly. The world needs you. you.